This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What was a worse decision than the Saints signing Brandon Browner? You not supporting Saints Happy Hour. You need to become a patron so you can get access to the best Saints podcast every day. Patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items, and patrons get a chance to be a co-host on the Locker Room app weekly show. So do it. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. That's saintshappyhour.com. G'day, it's Stevie from 12 Ninja here. And look, if you like American football, you should check out Saints Happy Hour podcast. I personally know fuck all about American football, other than it's a bunch of massive blokes wearing spandex shoulder pads and helmets running around with a throwing a football. In Australia, you don't throw footballs. You punch it or you kick it. And there's um, no protection. They're all naked. And there's sharks and crocodiles fired out of cannons onto the field and we all stand around and drink blood watching it but american football's your thing you know what to do saints happy hour podcast stick it in your ear hole all right all right everybody welcome to another edition of saints happy hour podcast happy fourth of july weekend hope you had a great one we got Kevin here tonight. We got Andrew. Dave's in his bougie vacation in Turks and Caicos, hanging out with the Kardashians. So we have a great show for you I'm tonight. I'm pretty we sure the Kardashians the- go to Bora Bora, Ralph. Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't right. think they go to Turks and Caicos. <laughs> that's Turks He's and probably Caicos. hanging out maybe with some C-lister. They consider that poverty, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah He's probably right. hated, hanging out with like Kato Kalin or Carrot Top <laughs> or something, right? So... So we have a great show for you tonight. We're, we're going to talk about the Ramcheck deal. We're going to talk about the Marcus Williams deadline that may, many of you, including myself, probably don't realize the Saints have to sign him by July 15th or they can't do a long-term deal with him until next offseason, right? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the safest bet for the Saints in 2021, what player is most likely to have a great year. And we're down to the final four of the Drew Brees' worst decision bracket. Find us wherever you get your podcast. Rate us, review us, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thomas works his ass off on it, and it hurts his feelings when he posts videos, and they don't do really, really well. So, and listen, guys, if you're new, you want to stick around for the bracket because Dave, who's not here tonight, created some pristine audio, just a <laughs> tremendous intro. That's right. Pristine. For a final four, and it's going to be the best audio you've ever heard in your life. So you want to stick around for that. That's right. Really crisp quality audio. That's right. But since Kevin, you're here, we yep. need 45 second uh, love update. <laughs> you and the doctor, how are things going? Okay, start the clock. So everything is going well. I met her parents for the first time two weeks ago. Uh, they came to visit her. Uh, met them for dinner Friday night. And liked it so much, they wanted to meet me again on Saturday night for dinner. 
And yeah, got along with them great. The doctor said that they enjoyed my company and they liked me very much. So parents like me, the doctor likes me. We're doing really good. Yeah. Did, please, did you tell if did you talk about your wrestling during that said <laughs> dinner? Either dinner. No. The wrestling did not come up. The Saints podcast did not come up. Smart. I was basically I was basically just asking questions, nodding, asking some follow-ups, making eye contact, that sort of thing. Smart. I mean, Very smart. I mean, talking about mentioning either wrestling or this podcast would decrease my chances of maintaining a long-lasting relationship with their daughter by at least 100. 47%. 100%. And here's a tease and reason why you bec- should become a patron. I recorded the pregame show today, and I have a story of a father meeting me for the first time and hating me to a level which you will not believe. If you're a patron, you'll get to hear that. If you don't, you won't. So just Oh, say. wait. that's rec- All that's recorded? All that's recorded. Like video, too? Video? Well, no, no, just audio. I just oh, okay. Audio. Yeah, no video. No video. So, actual Saints news, Andrew. The Saints, they signed Ramcheck. And that deal was, at first, we thought it wasn't really a market-setting deal. But it, it ended up, like, Schefter got the numbers wrong. It was like can be up to $102 million six years. Like, he's the highest paid right tackle in the history of the NFL, more than a million dollars more than than Lane Johnson, the, the second highest paid. So it did kind of reset the market in a way we didn't really think when we broke when we did the Breaking News podcast. Yeah, well, it's a nice uh, contract for him, obviously. And like you said, it's it's a rich deal for right tackles. There's an interesting kicker in his contract that if he becomes an all-pro at left tackle, he gets – and additional incentives uh, in the to the t- tune of a million bucks. So yeah. uh, I thought that was smart by his agent because you know Teron Armstead's in a contract yeah. year and he maybe on borrowed time just physically. You know uh, who knows how long he can go. So for, from an age standpoint, so Ramchek would get moved to the left eventually. I, I think that's that's a good prediction by his agent and smart to negotiate that in there. Kevin. That's a great move by an agent. Is is it is it is it better than say Ricky Williams Master P when Master P was his agent and the Saints screwed him over and he and he worked for like eight dollars and seven cents? Yes, I would say that that is a slightly better deal that uh, <laughs> that that Ramchick's agent got for him. Um, so if so, he has so he can become an All Pro at any point during the length of the contract, right? Like six years. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question, though. Like, how do we feel about, Kevin, by 2023, is Ryan Ramchek going to be the Saints left tackle? That's a good cutoff time. That really is. You know? Yeah, because you can't you can't push on that. Um, I'll say yes. Andrew? I'll say yes. I, I I think Armstead plays this year, and Ramchek takes over next year. Yeah. See, I don't know that it's necessarily about longevity for Armstead as much as how long can you pay both. That's I right. think it's going to be more about that. And I think the decision to move on from Armstead becomes a lot easier 
if Landon Young can play right tackle for you. So I kind of have my eye on him just because he's from Kentucky. He was a good player in college. I, I think he has good yeah. potential. And so, you know, if he's a guy that year two, year three, he's going to need some development, but I think he could be like a Zach Street for John Stinchcomb type. And so if they have someone in the building they feel good about, it, it could honestly be sooner. But yeah, 2003 is a good call. Yeah, it's... The thing is to me, Kevin, is if Armstead plays out of his mind this year, like Trent Williams for San Francisco, he got $150 million and he was 32. And that would be that would be three straight years of Armstead having good health, right, Andrew? So yeah. to me, that there's if Armstead if Armstead continues at his same level, like there's no way the Saints can pay him, Kevin. And if he doesn't continue at the same level, the Saints won't want to pay him. So I don't see a I don't see a way where the, that we're like Armstead's on the team. And I know the Saints keep who they want, but am I being a negative Nancy here and thinking this is it for Armstead? No, uh, I just reading tea leaves. I mean, that's that's all you're doing. It, it I isn't this it is this his last year under contract or under a negotiated thing yeah sorry for the it sorry is, for the yes okay so yeah. okay but 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 what i'm saying is he can still play this season yeah and yeah. then and then the team can just make the decision well we're you know moving on he'll count dead money though against the 2022 cap because yeah, that's but, that's how but he's he, he's got three ghost years on his deal but he's not you know, he'd be a free, he'll be a free agent next year. Yeah. Look, here's, here, here's Mickey Loomis. <laughs> yeah. I it's mean, minority report. It's this, it's this, it's this, it's move this down here and up that, that over there. Ha ha ha. It, not worried about it. Ghost years, schmost years. We need the lady with the math numbers squinting. We need that gif or we need, or we need, um, the, 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 uh, the hangover gif of, um, Zach Galifianakis. Um, the other news, contract-wise, Andrew, that snuck up on me, and I was partying in New Orleans, hanging out with my family, is I f- had totally forgotten that if you franchise a player, mm-hmm. you have until July 15th to sign them to an extension. And if you That's don't, right. you can't sign them to an extension until the next league offseason starts. So if the Saints don't sign Marcus Williams by July 15th, they he's, locked in. he's locked in and they cannot sign him to an extension until free agency starts next year. Now they could tag him again. And of course that number would be ridiculous. I think it would be like 20 million. So the clock basically is ticking. They got 10 days to get Marcus Williams done. Um, cause I don't think they'd tag him again. Do you think they're going to get it done in the next 10 days? Well, no NFL player wants to play on a tag. So I believe he'll want to get this deal done, yeah. you know? So uh, it behooves Marcus Williams. Uh, he, he doesn't want to play on a one year, $10 million deal where he tears an ACL or something horrible happens this season. And then he enters free agency again and, He's rehabbing an injury and he's he's done. He'd much rather get, you know, I mean, I don't know what a signing bonus would be, but let's just say forty million dollars in cash, right? He'd he'd much rather get that and have a long term protected deal. So 
we'll see what happens. Uh, obviously, there's not a lot of time left. It's a good sign that Ramcheck is already done. Uh, but, you know, I've heard a lot of people also just talk about, hey, now they have all this money. Let's go sign Richard Sherman. Let's go sign you know, all these other players. And I just want to point out one thing that not a lot of people are talking about is the rollover situation. And the Saints are going to be in a similar tight spot next year with the cap. And anything that you don't use rolls over to the following season as available cap space. So, you know, right now they're like 15th in the league with about over 10 million in space. And I don't know that they're necessarily going to spend that money. I think it would be smart for them to actually see what they have, at least wait until training camp, see what they have. And of course, if corner looks like a disaster, then you go get a corner, you go get Richard Sherman or whatever and patch that leak and get a little depth. But I I think the potential of signing Marcus Williams, giving yourself even more cap space, and then using that as free space for next year because you roll it over might actually behoove this roster more than using it this year. Kevin, Lattimore, Armstead, you can only extend one and one's got to walk out the door. Who are you keeping? Because I'm, I'm going to say that the Saints extend Williams, so you get you get to choose Mr. Don't Shoot Your Dick Off or Teron Armstead, but you, you can only have one. Dude, shoot your dick off. <laughs> uh, give me Mr. Don't Shoot Your Dick Off. Uh, the, Saint, like, the Saints need... For the jokes. The, the Saints need uh, secondary, like... A solid secondary. They need that mm-hmm. more than. Oh God, I, it hurts me so much to, to even try and complete that sentence. It, like, oh, they need more secondary help than they do O line help. But yeah, well, I would Lattimore, still say Lattimore's younger. Yeah, I would Lattimore's still younger. say Lattimore. I still here's say Lattimore. Good, here's a good question from Charlie Como in the the YouTube. Uh, chat. He said, "Could could we see them trade Teron Armstead if they are two and four or worse to start the season?" Charles, Charles, it's a good it's a good thought, but yeah. Andrew doesn't trading Teron Armstead if they did it during the year wouldn't it detonate their cap? Uh, I'd have to look at it. Um, but yes, uh, I believe. See, they they added ghost years, um, and so I think they would have to pay all that right away. If they made the trade. So, yes, I think that would affect. And you know, that rollover stuff we just talked about, that's not available to them if they trade Armstead because Armstead would take up all that space. Yeah, and the thing is, though, Kevin, a trade of that would excite you because, remember, they got the extra third from the Fontenot being in Atlanta. They might get an extra third or they'll get a third or a fourth from Trey Hendrickson. They trade Armstead. They could have a ton of draft picks that would get you excited about next May and, and next, next year until they trade them all to move up. <laughs> They'll trade three picks to move up two spots. Right now, uh, you know, the projected salary cap for next year is going to be at $208 million. Uh, the Saints have $245 million, you know, that's accounted for. So, as we sit here today, they're thirty-seven million over the million cap. Over. Well, look, it was a hundred million last year, so, so it's no big, no biggie. Like, but, 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 um, you know, they're gonna have to pay a quarterback next year. So, when do they stop paying Breeze? Do they still they pay him? This, this is it. Gonna, just, just this year. 
Are they going to be paying Breeze before Kevin gets married? Like, are they going to be paying Breeze in like 2024? No. Well, no, they're they're done after this year. So Tell you what the, the the ribs on you if you if you think I'm not getting married till 2024. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing, Kevin. We know that your relationship with the doctor is on incredibly safe and firm footing in love. It's oh, solid. It's, it's, it's a future. The future. Yeah. Is yeah thank you. This the is yeah. Is I, we're getting that Marlboro stink on it right now. Yeah, Jude. you really are. So I ask you this question, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Who is a safe bet for the Saints to have a great 2021 season uh, because your relationship is in such a safe, wonderful, amazing place? Who on the Saints 2021 roster is going to have an incredible year that you would be like, that guy is going to be incredible, Lock, lock it in, write it in pen? I'm going to, I'm going to take a, I'm taking the chalk answer and just, I'm going to say Kamara. Like, I think that I, I, I was watching too many of those workout videos of his or, or I should say watching them way too many times on, on a loop. And I'm just like, yeah, this guy, this guy is going to just go off. He's going to set, he'll find, he'll set a he'll set a new record, you know, Total catches, you know, touches, rushing, receiving, like he, he, it just crossed the board. I know it's a vague, nonsense answer, but what, what do you, what do you want from me? I, I'm, I'm not going to pick some third. I'm not going to pick the third string uh, wide receiver on the depth chart or whoever the second guy on the tight end line is and who's, say, oh yeah, who, no, that who, guy's my. Who's the third receiver or the second tight end? Kevin, would you even know? Second tight end, I don't think I could tell you. Uh, I want to say the second. I want to say the third. No, no, no. Hang on, no, no. I, I want to say the third wide Kobe receiver. Kobe Fleener. Jared Cook. Is, <laughs> is, is, is uh, Thomas, don't mention it's Trey Quan, right? It's Trey Quan, right? Yeah, it's Trey Quan. Trey Quan's the number two right now. That's right. Shit. Try Can you Dave's name another adopted receiver son. on the roster Dave's besides adopted Mike Trout and Traquan? Dave's adopted son, Kevin. Come on, come on. Adrian Arrington. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, this is why you pay money to be patrons for our show. It's hard-hitting analysis, same facts. Kevin knows the roster top to bottom yep. better than anyone Backwards out there. and forwards. Think, yep. I think we should play. Forwards. I think we should play a game with this with Kevin in August. Saint or not a saint? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just and just do like three names, and if Kevin gets them right, a patron wins a prize. You should you should put Tony Jones Jr. as one of the options and see if Kevin even remembers that that was his UDFA son. <laughs> yeah, oh, from Notre Dame, the running back. All right, nice. He got like one. He got one touch. We were saved. If if he wouldn't have gotten hurt against Carolina, he would have run for like a buck fifty, and Kevin would have never let us hear the end of that shit. I I kind of wish it had happened because Dave won with Malcolm (laughs) Roche, which was underwhelming. Yeah. So for the jokes, it would have been funnier for Tony Jones to come in a meaningless game, a a useless game. 
and mm. uh, tear it up. You don't that play useless games around here. <laughs> I don't have the soundbite. That is gonna, sick. I'm just going to do, do it myself. Um, but, Andrew, who's your pick for safest bet? Uh, safest bet meaning, like, who will play the best oh, this year? Yeah, like, who's a Saints player that I've, if I said he will have – he will play at the same level that you are accustomed to the last two or three years. Who would be your pick? See, it's interesting. Like I think the offensive and defensive line tends to be more consistent, you know, cause like they get banged up. It's funny. Like we're just talking about Armstead leaving the team potentially, but to me, it's, I would pick Teron Armstead. I'm most <laughs> confident in him being awesome. You know, either him or Ram, Ramchek, but I just look at it as, Michael Thomas is coming back from the ankle. Apparently, that's still not 100%, which, by the way, yeah. is a little scary. Uh, Kamara plays running back. You know, that, that I, I mean, we yeah. just saw it with McCaffrey on the heels of one of the best seasons ever in NFL history yeah, by a running back. Is running, back. The most, money, yeah. running back is the most up and down thing as far as fantasy football. Yeah. Because it's, they get hurt. Yeah. You know, Cam Jordan's arrows kind of pointing down right now. I mean, I'm hoping it'll have a bounce back season, but that's uncertain and so yeah i I would say ramchek probably 1a and armstead 1b would be my picks i just know i know they're gonna be awesome you know what i'm saying like even when armstead's banged up he's awesome yeah i'm gonna go um onyamata because i really feel like he's gonna make the next he's gonna make the, the leap to the second best defensive tackle in the nfl beside behind aaron donald and also the Saints desperately need him to be awesome. You work hard and play hard, so treat yourself and stock up for summer barbecues with Kansas City Steak Company. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. For classic steak cuts to USDA Prime to American-style Kobe, hard-to-find specialty cuts, and more, Kansas City Steaks has everything you need to fire up the grill. They make it so easy. Each order from Kansas City Steaks is flash frozen and delivered directly to your home satisfaction guaranteed or your money back imagine relaxing in the backyard with your family while enjoying steakhouse quality meals from kansas city steaks try their butter tender filet mignon kansas city strips juicy steak burgers all beef jumbo hot dogs and even complete meal combos bring the steakhouse to your house this summer with kansas city steaks go to kansascitysteaks.com and get 10 percent off your order and free shipping with the code sd at checkout that's kansascitysteaks.com code sd kansascitysteaks.com code sd Ralph Marlboro here from Saints Happy Hour. You need to join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room app. We are talking Saints or anything New Orleans sports related. On Spotify Green Room, you can interact with us by asking questions or just laugh at me mispronouncing names. Download the Spotify Green Room on your iPhone or Android device, then follow Saints Happy Hour so you can join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. to talk Saints or anything else NOLA sports related. So do it. Download the Spotify Green Room app and join us every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. We'll see you there. Thomas is putting this graphic up for the people in the YouTube. Uh, they said, um, somebody, uh, an NFL writer said, bet 
$100 on who you want to be MVP. And I said bet $25 on Jameis, $25 on Stafford, $25 on Prescott, and $25 on Wentz. And Jameis, one of one, explained to me how he could bet on 10 different guys and that would guarantee him winning $8. And I was like, dude, don't fucking tell me about how you bet MVP with $100 and you're going to guarantee yourself winning $8 in six months. Get the fuck out of here with that. That sounds like Loomis math, though. Yeah, but like, like, I'm like, if you're just going to bet and like, I want, like, like, Andrew, have you ever bragged to someone about a bet you made where you're like, I want eight fucking dollars? So like I was I was mean. The thing is, I have a problem, Kevin. I need to stop arguing with Jameis one of one. Like we like him. He's fun. He's a guest on the show. But that dude, he's weird. And (laughs) and I need to stop arguing. But here's my question to you, Kevin. Is he weirder than that guy that jumped in the green room on Spotify last Wednesday night to tell us hello? (laughs) Is he weirder than that guy? (laughs) That's a great plug for the Spotify green room. The guy who said hello. I think he was confused and I thought I think he thought he was in his how to learn English class. (laughs) And and which is cool because people need to learn a second language. (laughs) But I think he was I just think he was confused as to where he was. Like, that's all. Like, well, he probably heard Thomas talking. Well, never mind. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm with my peeps. Yeah. So, Kevin, here's a question for you. Yes. If I told you you could bet $100 on Jameis Winston to win the MVP at 50 to 1, or I'll Oof. give you $50 to keep right now, what would you do? I'd pocket that cool, crisp $50 bill. Hell yeah. <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me that money. I want that. I, I, money in hand, Ralph. That's what I want. Jameis Winston is. You, you, you think Sean Payton is going to help Jameis Winston win MVP when Drew Brees never could? Like, <laughs> Drew Brees literally is in the conversation for greatest quarterback of all time. You know how many MVPs he's gotten? That many. The same many amount of MVPs as all three of us combined. Oh, yes, Ralph. Right. I'm sure that Jameis Winston is going to come in in year one and make that happen. <laughs> right. I mean, $100 at 50 to 1, that is a cool, cool. Um, take the 50 uh, bucks. Take the 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. You saw people on the yes! 4th of July event, Andrew. Dude, I'm in Charlottesville, and first I see a kid with a – Falcons jersey on and I'm like you gotta be kidding me this is disgusting and it's Julio Jones okay like to be expected but I'm in Virginia I never see Falcons jersey so it was kind of weird and I pointed out to my kid and I'm like look at that scumbag you know we we both we both share kind of a chuckle and a laugh and then about half an hour later stupid wake up I I mean I swear to god I should have taken a picture I swear to god I see another Falcons jersey an old school Falcons jersey and completely unrelated from the other kid. It's not like they were hanging out or anything. And it was Roddy White. That I couldn't believe it. I almost fainted. And and I was at a restaurant a couple weeks ago, and I saw a Falcons hat on, uh, you know, like the the main table as you walk in. You know, the greeting table. What do you call that? Like the 
I don't know. Hater D? Yeah. But like you, you walk into the restaurant right there the on the hostess? main table. Yeah, the hostess, hostess table. Yeah, yeah, the hostess yeah. table. It's got it had a Falcons lid right there on the table. And oh so like God. I feel like the city of Charlottesville is like following me around with all these little like planted Falcons things. And and the Roddy White jersey in particular, like who's doing this to me? Like who's pranking me here? Are you good? Did you guys put these kids up to this? You're like, hey kid. Go go find Juge and wear this uh, Roddy White jersey. I feel like you put him up to this, Ralph. Look for a tall, skinny guy with a tennis racket. <laughs> <laughs> I see Dave's watching us from Turks and Caicos. He just uh, chatted us up on the chat and said, is Dave even here tonight? No, Dave, you're not here. That's and the you know what? Wait, is, it, is that? <laughs> there he is. <laughs> is that how you pronounce it, Caicos? Turks and Caicos, yeah. Okay. Okay, because for just for some reason, like when I saw it in print, I I was like, wait, is is this is this somehow where we got Ralph and Kakus from? Like somehow it's pronounced Kakus <laughs> or some weird ass. D- Dave, 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 you're in the uh, poor man's Bora Bora. So uh, tell us what it's like hanging out with D-listers. Is. That's the worst. Is Captain really that funny? <laughs> Ralph, you okay, buddy? Uh oh, Ralph looks panicked. <laughs> That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> this is this is not good. Oh yes. Let's single cam him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Single cam. There's Ralph. <laughs> There's the panic look. There's the panic look on his face. You see his eyes right now. You see that face. That's the preface that I see almost every single show that we have. Every live stream. That's it. Look at his face. Look, he he's he's despondent. I'm back. Oh, you're back. I'm back. Thomas, I hope you're recording the backup file. Yeah, I am. Holy shit. Thank God. Uh, Dave just said, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm sick of tropical drinks for a good while. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I Dave, just... did you pay some kid to wear a Roddy, Roddy White jersey at my 4th of July event <laughs> in Charlottesville? Tell the truth. I feel... I feel like... There's more Falcons jerseys jerseys in Charlottesville than in Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, I'm starting like, to believe it. Yeah. So, final final topic before we get to the Breeze Final Four, uh, Kevin, and that is Janoris Jenkins was asked what organization he thought was the best that he's played for, and he was he. Went on for like five minutes about how amazing the Saints organization is, how Sean Payton knows how to work the players hard but not long. And he, it, was, it was incredible. And I just thought of the Hazlitt years, the more like to have the Saints be uh, five minutes of General Jenkins after the Saints cut him. And he still is like, that's the best organization. They know how to treat guys. Like, for the Saints to become like a gold standard organization, I think that might be, if you had told me in 2006 
that the Saints would win a Super Bowl or become a gold standard organization. I would said both are fucking insane. Like, how crazy is it to you that the Saints are now viewed by players around the league as like a place you want to go? Uh, yeah, I was I was shocked to see that uh, just from an ex-player, just in general. Like, usually, like if an ex-player is saying something, it's it's just some generic line, you know, business is business, whatever. They, they just, and, they and, just and, cut and his ass, on. too. But, mm-hmm. you know, if, if if that's the clip that Tomas is playing right there, uh, you know, he, he's, he, he's hanging out on a set just shooting the shit, and for him to just casually be talking like that, a professional athlete is not going to, is not going to say something like that Unless they mean it, by the in, way, in a setting need, like that, like especially, I, I especially when you're on the Titans now, you know, to, like it, it just, I guess that's the thing that I'm going to have to sort of come to terms with. Uh, that oh, okay, the team, the the city, and the team is still a destination. People still uh, enjoyed playing here, still want to play here. That's good. Like I, I just have to. It's different for me because I'm not in the city or I'm not as like wired into everything as you guys are. So yeah, that's just going to take, that's going to take some adjusting. Hopefully midway by midway through the season, I'll be, I'll be used to it. We need a couch like that. Thomas, put that, put that video back up. We need patrons to donate. We need a leather couch like that for each of us so we can just lay back and it can be like a therapy session, I think. Yeah, uh, War, War Goat uh, 4 makes a good point that Jared Cook certainly did not talk about the organization that way uh, on his way out. Um, <laughs> that is a nice couch. Um, that is a nice couch. But no, I, it's good to hear guys, especially guys that you cut, um, say good things about the organization uh you know that speaks a lot to the culture which is good um but uh hopefully you know that's that helps with free agents especially right now with the cap the way it is like you need guys to sign contracts that they feel like they're getting lowballed on saints happy hour needs your support the saints are going to have a great 2021 season but saints happy hour needs more support so we can keep giving you the saints coverage you love become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily saints podcast on earth patrons also get access to our private discord channel where you can talk saints 24 7 early access to podcast episodes our world famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items and patrons get a chance to be a co-host on the Locker Room app weekly show. So do it. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. That's saintshappyhour.com. Thomas, fire, get the get the Dave uh, intro music to the Drew bracket. Yeah, yeah, the let's pristine. get... I need the pristine version. Pristine. I need the... That, that means, pristine. Thomas, that means play the worst possible version. That means to play, play the version that he originally... Ch- Gave yeah. to us. This is the Brew Drew Brees, the Drew Brees worst decision bracket. We're in the final four. Thomas, hit the music. We got the Blue Diamond, Yahoo Finance, Serge Entertainment Center, Jimmy Jones, Kevin Hazard, <laughs> and the best next to me. But the head of my own advocate 
It's poetry. So good. And Dave's not here to well he is here. He's in the he's in the YouTube chat. Uh but he can't scream at us to play the, the ver- and he can't scream at us to play the right the version that he likes, or he can't tell us that it sounds better on his phone. You're right. Why is that quality so terrible? It does not sound like that on my phone. <laughs> I, I thought for a second David appeared from the from the wow. uh, Thomas, you have that? You have that soundbite? <laughs> yeah, that that's a soundbite. You thought that, that, that was live? <laughs> yes. Holy Why shit. Why is that quality way, so terrible? It does not sound like that on my phone. <laughs> By the way, the, the soundbite, the quality of the soundbite is incredible. <laughs> it is. Thomas yeah. definitely got the great sounding audio for that. I swear to God, I thought Dave... Uh, Appeared so, out of the it's smoke. It's so good that the ether uh, and was like on the show. Should we just My have God. that soundbite be the re- the rest of our show? Just hit we hit should. that like seven yeah. times. Yeah, we, we should probably should. But, but Thomas, get to <laughs> we, get to the get to the final four. Get to the first matchup. We have the we have number one Yahoo Finance, mm. um, and and Yahoo Finance is taking on uh, number four Blue Diamonds. This side of the bracket. Uh, played to form all the way through. Um, Yahoo Finance uh, is so is is such a bad decision. People are constantly saying like, Kevin, does the does the flat like? There's so many parts of it, and I'm like, it's all encompassing. It's the flag. It's the not kneeling. It's it's him not reading the room like it's so many it's so many tiers of bad decisions yeah it, and it made look i saw i when all that crap went down i saw people turn around and say i won't watch uh the saints or 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 drew brees lost me as a fan and some of these people were were not like I, I don't want to say professionally angry, uh, <laughs> because because they're just random because they're just random people that I know on Twitter, so they don't make a living on that. They're just angry and take any misstep or severe error and say this is the worst thing and yada yada yada. The the, the ultimate point is that. A lot of these people kept watching the games, kept cheering the team on, kept cheering when Breeze was doing well. Yeah, all's um, forgiven when the touchdown passes are coming, right? Yeah, he, right. He, my 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 thing is, I keep coming back to how bad do you have to fuck up to get your own teammates to go on their own social media? That's right, and, and tell you. you yeah. Shut the fuck up. Marcus like, Colston came out of whatever hole. Out of his hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, out of his hyperbaric chamber to get on social media and say something interesting for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah. it, was to, it was to yell at Drew Brees. Yeah. I I've, Colston, to his credit, is kind of like putting good business tips out there lately. He's like surprisingly yeah. Here, on point. Um, here's. 
I was going to say one thing real quick about Yahoo Finance. Like, how to nuke what has been textbook PR since you entered the league. I mean, since you entered the league, choir boy does everything right, always says the right thing, and beloved by everyone. And how to nuke that, not not just public perception, but then inside your own locker room. Like, he right. completely 180'd himself. And the thing I felt, I think, most bad about for Drew was that he was getting it from, <laughs> you know, the one side where, you know, it's racist and et cetera, et cetera. And then as soon as he right. apologized and said, hey, you know, this is wrong. I talked to my teammates. I understand now. Then he was getting it from the other side for apologizing. And so it, then it was like, I will never support Drew Brees again because he apologized. And that means he's That's disrespecting right. the flag. So it was like. He was getting he was getting it for both sides and it, like he couldn't yeah. win. He couldn't win. So like right. I felt bad for him, but it was also like, man, you you, you really you really stepped in it because like not yeah. nobody nobody's uh, uh, happy uh, with you. A bad well, here's goal a, there. Yeah. Here's here's the thing that somebody brought up today on Twitter that I had completely forgotten about. And not only look, the 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 ramifications of it was terrible, but he had something also that was a terrible decision, which it was so bad we may have forgotten about it. It may be needed to be its own seed, but I feel like it may have been a subsection of the Yahoo Finance. And Kevin, that was the stock photo that he picked for the apology of the black arm and the right arm <laughs> holding hands. <laughs> I mean that was so bad. Did, did it? Did did we screw up the tournament? Did, did that deserve to be its own seed, or is that just a subsection of? You know what, man? You know what? Uh, that that might that might have been. That probably should have been one. Because uh, I I got to be honest, I forgot about that. I, I did. I, I totally that, forgot about it until it was bother, brought to my That today. doesn't bother me at all. Because that's like so. That is so classic Breeze. Like he's he's kind of cheesy, man. Like that's just right out of the Breeze. No, 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 no. That's a bad decision, though. You think so? I, I feel like yes. maybe it could have bumped off one of one of the sixteen seeds if you're gonna see it. <laughs> or, you know, like, like we're gonna have to do redo the bracket <laughs> entirely. Gonna have yeah, like, here's start the thing, over. Man. Start start from straight. Yep, start it all over. <laughs> He he didn't he didn't have he didn't have any photos taken of him out doing any sort of charitable work. Oh, well, uh, in his defense, he's been doing a lot, Kevin. No, 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 no. Yeah, I much. know what I'm yeah. saying is, yeah. and, and 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 it's kind of weird that here we are talking about trying to make his PR better for <laughs> for, for for an incredibly. If you're getting PR advice from this podcast, you got serious problems. Well. That is a serious problem, Juge. I'm pointing at the screen. They can't see it. That is a serious problem. Wait, hang on. Which way am I going? That, <laughs> hang on. Let me go that way. Yeah. That <laughs> is a serious problem. Everything that caused him to have to apologize is a serious problem. So he could do a lot worse than listening to, to, to these three chuckle fucks right here. <laughs> um. Dave, My point, but I, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm stopping myself to just let me just double back real quick just to thank, uh, you know, people like Marcus Colston and 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 Malcolm and Jenkins. Malcolm, yeah. and Malcolm Jenkins for for the reaction that they had because Drew Brees 
had a bad had a bad mindset on this. Had a bad mindset on that. Well, he, and went, he agreed to go on Yahoo Finance, so right from the well, very beginning, you know. And so when you do something that's stupid or say something that's stupid or whatever, you need people close to you, family or friends or teammates, who probably some of them are his friends, to come to him and be like, dumb. Yeah. Dumb. Absolutely right. fucking dumb. And they, straighten them out. I, and I, seemingly I, they did. I, yeah, I got to say, like, they reeled him in, and I'm actually impressed how soft of a landing. I mean, I, I kind of expected that when Breeze got back on the field and threw touchdowns, like, it, it would be okay. But I'd be lying if I didn't say, like, I was nervous. Like, how is how are they going to be able to coexist in the locker room, you know? He cleaned and, it up fast. Yeah, it was cleaned up quickly. And I mean, kudos and to him. Kudos also, to Sean Payton, I think, really helped, too, with that, so. And also, too, like, not to get political, but, like, when when Trump made an issue and Drew got to decide, am I with Trump or am I with my team? Like, that, I think, really helped him smooth it over with the team, regardless of your politics or whatever. Like, that right. was, that that made it right. that made it easy for him to win, I think, to win back the locker room. Yeah. You know, All right. my so, last so thing— diamonds. So my la- this, this thing, I feel like Diamonds gets the short end of the stick because I forgot about the the photo of the, the black arm and the white arm, and that just adds to it. The Diamonds, man, it, it's pretty bad as far as a financial decision, Kevin. Like, Oh, millions. Millions. Like basically $8.5 million that he sat on fire. And yeah, he won it in court, but we don't know if he got that money back. I'm right. sure. I'm sure the dude filed for bankruptcy the next day. <laughs> I'm sure he got a. I'm sure he got a nice bag of magic beans. <laughs> I mean, if so, if you if I if you injected Breeze, would he? I think that eight and a half million dollars is like it's got to. It might hurt him more than than the than the Yahoo Finance. I mean, because eight and a half. I don't care that you're worth two hundred fifty million dollars, whatever he's worth. Eight and a half million dollars is a lot of goddamn money. I mean, how much is eight million dollars to Drew Brees? Like, you got to put it in layman terms. Like for us, what, what's that? Like five thousand bucks? No, I, I mean, I would say, mm, I would say twenty bucks. No, eh. look, look. If anything that can damage your long-term reputation is is well, that extremely. Was gonna be, that was going to be my question. Would you? Do you care more about your reputation being damaged or losing eight, six figures, six figures? No, eight. No, I'm sorry. Seven figures. Bad with the math. I I carry more about my reputation. Ralph cares more about his money. I mean, it's I just like because here's the thing. If you're in a position, if you're in a position, if you're in a position to make money, having a having a solid reputation or having the reputation of being a good person to work with, a good teammate. Yeah, uh, that's true. I mean, it that can pay off. Kevin, you're like, you're answering that way too seriously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. But I agree. I, I know. always want cocks. Go figure. <laughs> like Thomas is on point tonight. <laughs> Wait, is that another soundbite? I always want cocks. 
Nice. His, his sound bites are better quality than our actual audio during the show. I wonder if Thomas can create a show for us that's all sound bites. Yeah. Have us like I talking think... back and forth with each other, and it's just a collection of sound bites. Like that is that's the worst what we need. Joke I've ever heard. Thomas, you, <laughs> Thomas, you need to create a soundboard of each one of us that when we're not here. You just have it ready, and you can just play sound bites that it makes us sound like we're, like when Kevin's not here. You just have the Kevin soundboard, and you just play the sound bites, and it can be like he's here. Like, hey, Tomas, check the timestamp on this. Nice. <laughs> All right, uh, well, listen, are we I are mean, we voting here? Yeah, we're voting. Are, are we allowing Dave no. to vote? Are we are, are we allowing Dave? Yeah, to vote Dave can vote in abstentia. I but I vote Yahoo fine. And, Absentia. Absentia. Not abstentia. Ooh, this one's tough for me. Yahoo. You're going Yahoo, Thomas? Yep. So me or Dave? Because I did not nah, D- Dave's out. You, you don't get to vote from Turks and Caicos. You got yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, am voting blue school. Di- I, I am voting Blue Diamonds. <laughs> You're voting oh, Blue wow. Diamonds. I'm going to go Blue Diamonds, too. Let's leave it up wow. to the fans. Nice. All right, what so do the fans let's check say, Thomas. Drum roll. Don't have the sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. oh, Yahoo Finance. <laughs> that that's actually not very close. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, All right, let's get the second one. Dave is saying. Um, Dave is saying he saw my wife's Facebook post this weekend with her Louis Vuitton handbag. How do you know it was Louis Vuitton, Dave? It might have been, it might have been Louis Vuitton. You don't know. <laughs> but uh, Yahoo Finance is, is through. Um, so let's get to uh, the second semifinal. Advocare, number three. Uh, versus film credits with Kevin Hauser. This one is really interesting because Kevin Hauser has been... People on the internets and Twitter are like, that is fucking terrible. Using the government credits, getting bilked, and and then that's terrible in itself, but then Drew Brees gets scammed off of it. This one's hard for me, Kevin, because the film credits, like... It's so funny that like Kevin Hauser like bilked enough of the people in the locker room that Kevin that Sean Payton had to kick him out, kicked him off of a Super Bowl team. By the way, that happened in two thousand nine. Like he booted him out in two thousand nine, right? So, um, <laughs> what is is that? Re- is that real, Thomas? That's new. Yeah, yeah. Five, yeah, yeah. Is that real? You photo- a former New Orleans <laughs> Saints player is calling BS on Drew Brees. That's real. Claiming Drew is just trying to unfairly throw him under the bus after he got the QB got killed in a bad financial investment. The man in his crosshair is Kevin Hauser, a former Saints long snapper who became a licensed securities broker. Right. Brees sued Hauser uh, for uh, dupe, for duping him into buying $160,000 in bogus tax credits back in 2008. Interesting. Yeah. I here's a here's a thing. Everything Kevin Hauser could say could be true Kevin, but would be like fuck you. You're the long snapper. Get out. <laughs> yeah. 
Look. Well, Sean Payton said that literally. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm I I'm backing the Advocare thing because Breeze becoming Breeze being being swindled by his long snapper is hilarious. <laughs> Especially it's $160,000. Like 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 you want to talk the last one you were talking, oh man, what's eight million dollars to Drew Brees? What's one hundred and sixty thousand dollars to Drop Drew Brees? In the bucket. Like, like Drew Brees. Well, you know, that's that's like me and you. That's tip money for me and you. So um, I would argue that's not even a like a like a like a number <clears throat> five off the McDonald's menu for Brees. Like that's that's weekend spending money. Um, Advocare to me comes off as as more sinister because it's Drew being involved. Yeah, bring up the like, advocate, Thomas. Like like <laughs> like he doesn't like, you know, okay, he doesn't know that it's a pyramid scheme, but he signed off on it. He signed off on doing it. So he knows it's a fucking pyramid. It's like it's like he has to know. He does that and he hops on that does stupid he? fucking motorcycle. Uh, so that so, picture yeah. was not photoshopped by Thomas, right? That no. picture is legit. That's no, right. no, no, no. Yeah, that yeah. was a real. That was a real photo. I remember God, saying that. That was a real photo. That is unbelievable. And he was not allowed to to ride the motorcycle at all. I mean, that's worse than any of Drew Brees' outfits that he wears to go to movies with his wife. You know, how they're always playing yeah. dress up yeah. to movies. Uncle that, Sam. Yeah. yeah. This is worse. Yeah. That. That photo of him with the motorcycle is worse is worse than any photo he's taken from inside of his own kitchen. Thomas, mark this mark this down. Next week in the final, I want you to do like a collage of all his stock photo pics, and we're just gonna go through them and laugh at them because they are some really the the, yeah. the Uncle Sam one is the best one, but they have some really truly uh, hysterical ones, and we need to and we need to mock them. Um, I, this one, man, it's tough. It's tough. The, the the Twitters really likes the film credit one. I mean, I just Advocare is so it, it preys on desperate people, and that one feels kind of icky to me more so than the film credits being hysterical. And I know we always go for the jokes on this one. But as far as like a, I don't know. This one's tough. I'm, Andrew, I'm gonna make you vote. Advocare is Advocare is just dishonest, and I still like to this day don't really know what it is. That's the part that's real. It's 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 it's, it's built overpriced, on a, slim, fast. Right. That's what it is. But it, it, it's it kind of mysterious, you know. And I don't know. <laughs> Kevin, do you I'm use Advocare? I'm going Advocare just because I feel like it's. It's kind of Breeze endorsing something that's dishonest as opposed to just getting duped, you know? So I'll go uh, film I'll go film credits. Kevin. Advocate. What? Advocate easy for me. Uh, advocate for you. Dave votes advocate. Yeah, easy, easy. All right. Well, let's uh so Advocare wins. What about the fan vote? Fan vote yep. well, fans vote advocate. Well, film credits got one vote, but I, I still think we should play the Mortal Kombat sound clip just because I like it. <laughs> oh, let me see. It's, uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, here we go. Flawless victory. <laughs> <laughs> or 
this. Shop's buggy. Yeah, I gotta yeah. roll out. All right, yeah. Kevin. All right. All right. Th- sorry, Kevin. We almost did it. It's okay. Not really. It's okay. We almost made it. Sorry. Enjoy the questions and the music. <laughs> Thomas, speaking of, fire up the questions. Uh, and the music. And by the way, we're not making progress to my wife getting me a pie We're not making progress at all. Thomas doesn't even need to show the bracket. You people need to get on it. Uh, if you want me to get a pie, a raspberry pie in the face, get on it. Subscribe to uh, Patreon. R-A-S berry pie. That's right. So do it already. Thomas, fire up the music. And you restart your webcam. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we need to get, see the Ralph Shuffle. There yeah, it is. There it is. <laughs> Andrew, since you're working on good guests, get Morton Anderson. We need to have an oral history of this song. Yes, know, we do. I know Jeff Duncan did a column on it, but we need a podcast on it. I feel like we could we could do a whole podcast just on, on the, the song. song. Yeah, the song, the the all white short shorts, uh, promotional I guess album cover. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, probably- I would want to ask Morton Anderson why he didn't retire right then and there, stop his NFL career, and just go into music. Yeah, he could have been could have been somebody he could have been so thomas what next okay we had a shit ton of questions this week like fucking 20 i haven't counted but (laughs) 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 we had to we had to choose uh like five of them uh so don't worry maybe we'll use them uh the unused ones uh, next week first one comes from uh budridge as always if a former Saints player signs with the Falcons yet gets a Bobby Bonilla deal where he gets over one million dollars from them for 25 years, would they be welcome back in good graces? All right, for people that don't know this, Bobby Bonilla signed with the Mets like way 30 years ago and they agreed or 20 years ago, and they agreed to pay him a million dollars for 25 years as like to defer his salary so it wouldn't they wouldn't have to pay him that much now. And it was a fucking ridiculous deal by the Mets. I mean, they're still paying Bobby Bonilla every year. Jul- oh, I think they, on- yeah, they still got like 10 more years at least. Right? They still got like 10 more years to go. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. So, like, I feel like. If the Saints player went to Atlanta and wasn't that good with Atlanta, like Bobby Bonilla, he wasn't that good with the Mets. And then the Falcons were paying him for 30 years. Like, I think we'd forgive him, but he'd have to not be any good. Yeah. uh, To Dave's point, uh, your pronunciation of Bonilla is horrendous, by the Uh, way. Bonilla? Both Uh, of you. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. Anyway, uh, from yeah, 2011 yeah, to Matt, 2035. 2035. Can you imagine yeah. just making a million bucks every year? Like, just, yeah, dude, he's just sitting on some island somewhere. He did, 
He did a commercial for a mobile phone company that is hysterical. Uh, find it on the internet. It's, That's it's, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think if if a guy's hosing the Falcons like that, I think we learn to love him for sure. Dead ruin. Okay, Thomas, hit us up. Next question. A fat Greek cat asks, uh, how good would Pete have to be to be not hated <laughs> by our fans? I mean, he have to... The thing is with Pete, he... To not be hated, he has to get rid of his worst. That's the problem with Pete. His good is very good, but his bad is quarterbacks die. And that's his problem. Like he just ha- has to get rid of his – like his worst is just terrible. Well, here's the it, question though. It, it, has he crossed the point of no return? In other words, he, like if he has an incredible season this year, let's say. And he actually he makes the Pro Bowl, and he actually deserves it for a change. Uh, would that be enough for Saints fans to say, "Okay, yeah, no, Pete, Pete, Pete's crossed. No. He's good now." We're, we're, we're no good with offensive him. line, offensive linemen. Once fans decide about them, there's no change in their mind because I don't think it's an offensive lineman thing. I think it's any position. Once no, fans decide I think, they I hate think it's- you. No, There's no I think back. like Devery Henderson fans hated him, and they changed. They, That's they a good point. That's a good point. Like, like offensive Mark line, like Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Like the thing is, Andrew, ninety nine percent of fans are like me. We don't really understand offensive line, so there's nothing that we can really see on the TV that will change our minds. Whereas a running back, a corner, a safe, they can make plays big plays that we can see and appreciate and we can change our mind like Ingram. Pete, so does Pete need a, like a Kyle Turley esque moment where he throws like, the helmet across the field? Like, does he need maybe. a moment like that to save him? Maybe. And it he'd, have to, like, he'd have to defend. No, he'd have to defend. I think, I think he'd have to, he'd have to defend a saints quarterback and the saints quarterback would have to be doing really well. Like if the Saints are mediocre or or worse, fans aren't going to mm-hmm. care. But if the Saints yeah. are like eight and one, and Pete and Pete gets thrown out because he's defending Jameis, I think that that's the only way it could. Or Taysom, yeah. Or Taysom, yeah. What next? Uh, next question, also from our Discord, comes from Saints to Death. Uh, what NFL team do you think is most likely to have a fire cell early? in the season and does that team have a CBE? Man, I hope so. I hope they have Ooh. a corner because the Saints need one real bad. Um, you know, um I think a team Oh a my god, Dave has that Dave has breakfast with Sesame Street characters tomorrow. Jesus. <laughs> Godspeed, my man. Godspeed. Yeah. <laughs> I would say a, 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 um, a team that could have a fire sale early is the D- Detroit Lions, and they have a guy. What's the? I, I butcher. I, I'm, of course, I'm going to butcher his Okuda. name, Andrew. But Jeff Jeff Oku is his name. They picked him like second at corner. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okuda. That's funny. That's why, why we pay you the big bucks, Thomas. But he's right, right. I'm, I've got that guy right, Andrew. They drafted Ohio State corner really high. You're talking about this year? Last year. 
Oh, you think they would unload him already? He was bad last year. I think uh, Detroit. Oh, Jeff Akuda. You're talking Jeff about Akuda. Yeah. Detroit could be like, hey, Saints, do you give us a second round pick? Give us a third round pick. We're we're ejecting on him. Mm. Or we're going to eject on him early before his value is zero. And the Saints would be like, all right, we got two third rounds. We'll take a flyer. Like, I, I just think Detroit could be a surprise team. Kevin's smirk on YouTube, Frozen, that on my website, it's freaking me out because I feel like he's laughing at me that I'm doing something wrong, which I always am. And what? it's freaking me out. Maybe I need to close the YouTube stream down. But anyway, that, that's my answer uh, for the for surprise team. Uh, so, Thomas. What next? Okay, uh, this question comes from uh, Joey P. And he asks, uh, with the expansion to 17 games this season, what are the chances we see any team implementing load management similar to MLB or NBA? Well, we're really just talking about one game. And I think teams are always going to be interested in load management. but So they'll try. They'll I think try. they'll give it the old college effort. But I just think the minute you're trying to win an NFL game, especially if you're in a playoff hunt and you've got a meaningful game that you're trying to win, that's all out the window. I mean, here's the thing that I think teams will try to do. I think teams will go into it, like smart teams like the Saints, and they'll say, listen, we play 17 games. Let's try to get all the players that we rotate, running backs, defensive line, that sort of thing. Let's try to get them, let's try to have them the same amount of snaps in 17 games that they play in 16 games. So it would be like five to six less snaps a game. And I think in theory, they'll want to do it. And I think Andrew's right. And I think in some games, you'll see where, oh my God, Alvin Kamara and Cam Jordan, they're on pace to play the same amount of snaps they are in, in 17 games that they aren't through 16 games. You might see that through seven, eight games. But then the Saints will hit a stretch, Andrew, where they'll be like, fuck it. We got to win this game. Alvin Kamara, you had 35 touches. Cam Jordan, you played every snap. Like, I think they're going to, I think in theory, they're going to try to do it. And they're going to try to lower snaps. Yeah, and they'll be like, but, what? What's the big deal? You only had three preseason games. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> and they're just, but they're just like, they only play 17 weeks. So each game is value. It's not like the Astros where they recently played 20 games in a row. And they had winning. They had an 11-game winning streak. And during the winning streak, Dusty Baker was like, Altuve and Correa, they're not playing today. And it was like because they played 20 days in a row and they have 162 games. Yeah, you can't really – you really can't you compare can't it, it to football. the you NBA or Major League. It's Even at 17 games, like the magnitude of each game is so yeah. huge. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What next? Okay, last question comes from uh, Twitter, from Saints... Twitter. Twitter, Saints Sister. Asks, uh, we always ask, what will Twitter do when Jameis Winston throws his first pick? But what will Twitter do when Pete gets him killed the first time? I like how Pete is a recurring is a theme recurring- here. I feel like maybe Ryan, a.k.a. That Boy Wolf, who was a great guest, and by the way, check out that podcast last week. It's amazing. I feel like maybe he is firing up the Twitter questions for us. I have an answer for this. Is 
It depends, Tom. It depends, Andrew. How good is Winston? If Winston's really good, Saints fans will roast Pete. If Winston is bad, we know Saints fans have cheered uh, an injured quarterback before. Sick, sick, sick people. Mentally sick, 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 sick people. Sick in the head. So, listen, we shouldn't cheer if the quarterback gets injured for the Saints. It's kind of gross, kind of disgusting. But we did it before, and if Winston's bad, we'll do it again. So I think <laughs> it depends on how Winston plays on if people really get mad at Pete. Okay, so going back to the original thought about what could Pete do to maybe salvage himself, does getting Jameis Winston hurt if Jameis Winston's garbage, does that redeem Pete at all? It might. It might. If <laughs> if if Winston is bad and he got hurt because of Pete, and then Taysom came in and won like and lights it row, up, yeah, and he like, made the playoff. Pete, you saved our season. Yeah, literally, Pete memory as a Saints player. Fans would be like, he was terrible, but remember that year when he got Winston hurt. Taysom came in and we won a fifth straight division title. Yeah. But it depends. It's that a was horrible dark. thing that to dark. say. That we, was dark, we, yeah. We are horrible dark. people. Sick. That is sick, dark. Sick people. Mentally sick. Sick, sick. Sick people. Sick in the head. Yeah. So, that Thomas, that wraps up the questions, right? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Solve your problems with aggression. Solve your problems with aggression. So that wraps it up. And I just want to say, listen, all you people that listen to the podcast, the free version, you heard me. You heard a lot of ads in this show. You heard me hitting you over the head, pleading with you to become a patron. If you become a patron, you get none of that. Patrons get the podcast ad free. If you want the podcast ad free, become a patron it's easy to do. And you get things like this where I record a podcast from a parking lot dumpster when the <laughs> Saints sign Ryan Ramchek. That's Agents, not a joke. That's not a bit. That's a literal. That's not a bit. Thing. That's not a bit. Yeah. I go to the dumpster outside of my office building, and me and Andrew recorded a breaking news po- podcast, broke down the Ryan Ramchek signing. Like, that's the commitment that we have to the patrons. We give them a podcast of breaking news, no matter what it takes, even if it sounds like I'm under a bridge or by a dumpster, you get a podcast. And you can do it all for seven bucks a month. So do it already. So, so Thomas, fire up the music. And uh, there we go. Fire it up and we'll get out of here. Guys, I hope you had a great holiday weekend. Thanks to everybody in the chat room. It was great. We tried to interact with you more. Thanks for Dave for hopping in uh, on the chat room and for Thomas freaking me out thinking Dave appeared out of the ether and was actually <laughs> on the show tonight. I'm time. just glad the Patriots finally got to see... <laughs> I'm just glad the patrons finally got to see Ralph's face. The panic. The, if you can screen grab that, actually. Thomas, you should find a way to screen grab the the panic Ralph face. I feel like yeah, that. Do it as and a then, gift. Yeah, that's, that needs to you be can a have gift. A, when they do the pre-show, you can Absolutely. have Andrew GIF on one side and me on the yep. other. So yep. for Dave and Turks and Caicos, for Kevin, 
for Andrew, for Thomas running the show back in Poland, doing an amazing job. Thomas, you were on point tonight, chef's kiss. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, remember, kids, don't shoot your dick off. And until next week, the bar is closed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.